Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basili. Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you. Welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. We've got a great show for you today. Um, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I want to start out but with a little story. And it is a little story. It's not a big story. It's kind of a little story. I think I made it up. But my guest today, uh, very special guest today, Bill Gladstone is going to help me quite a bit with understanding, you know, what it is that I'm looking at in my life and if I'm really on track. But it's not just about me. It's about everyone out there and what people are feeling. So here's this little story before I introduce Bill. I woke up all of a sudden about two weeks ago, and I realized as I look back on 2012, I realized how absolutely difficult this year has been so far for people. And difficult in what way? What do I mean by difficult? Well, here's what I mean. There are things that have come up in my life and my friends' lives that would not have otherwise come up and have made such an impact. Now, I don't have this idea about life, about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just have this idea about stuff. We used to call it crust. We still do. Here's my thought. This is beginning to be a new 2012. The 4th of July, for so many people in this country and maybe beyond, is going to have something really shiny on it. What it's going to have on it, this thing I'm discovering, declaring for myself, is a new beginning. It's this idea that all of us have come here to get something significant done, even if we don't know what it is. And we've laid the groundwork and foundation. And as we open our eyes every day, you got to ask yourself the question, am I seeing things differently or am I still dazed over? Today, tapping the source in 2012 with Bill Gladstone, you know, this is a man on a mission. And what do I mean by that? He is taking his conversation to the highest of high levels. You know, when we think about what it means to really look at the master key system as he talks about tapping the source or to look at the 12, a novel, Uh, about a new beginning. It's all about what we can hold in our consciousness and how we can shift from the misery that we think we call is our life to have joy, abundance, and unlimited possibilities. You know, Bill has been in the forefront. He's worked with Jack Canfield. But most importantly, he's a literary agent for exceptional authors. He understands what people like Eckhart Tolle, Tom Hart, Thomas Hart, Neil Donald Walsh, Barbara Marks, what these people are about. And so it's not a mistake that he's come to the forefront to say, wait a minute. There are things that I have always wanted to say, I have been able to say, and there are people out there that are dying to get this message, literally dying. 
So today, fasten your seatbelt. This is a show about abundance, about manifestation, about the secrets to happiness, and everything else that you would like to open up your mind and your heart to. Bill, thank you for joining me. Welcome to the show. Pleasure to be on the show this morning. Don't you like to wake up some days and just think, I'm going to get in the shower today. And all of the crusty stuff that I've got on me, I am going to shake it off. I'm going to wash it off. And when I come out of that shower, I am going to be so spanking, shiny, clean, ready to go and absorb all of the juiciness in the universe. I have to tell you, I wake up every day like that. <laughs> I had a feeling you did. <laughs> um, and part of the reason is that it, it, it really is about understanding that life is joyful inherently in and of itself and that is true even when things aren't going well now that doesn't mean we you know that i don't experience the normal pains and frustrations and worries that every human being has that's part of being human but at the same time deep down the entire experience of just being alive is a miracle and a joy and at a very high level all of us are part of a single consciousness if you will and that consciousness, in and of itself, I believe, exists for creativity, beauty, and joy. And science is starting to confirm this. And why the Tapping the Source book and film has been so successful is that it's one of those projects that allows people to get just a little glimmer that this, in fact, is true for many people and can be true for them. And once you tap into this larger consciousness, Joy is just all around you, and it, and it is in simple things, not necessarily grand plans. Grand plans are great, but you know, just in a you know the flapping of the wings of a butterfly, or, or just the, a flower or a tree that you pass on your way to work. There's miracle in that moment that is available to you, and once you start capturing this sense of complete joy, which really is palpable and around you, and is part of the creation of life, you can start using this new way of being to manifest your own dreams, whatever they might be. You know, one of the things that is, is really on the you know, forefront for a lot of people is this idea of, of stepping into uh, the greatness that we were meant to be, especially around 2012. But, you know, don't you think, Bill, we've been kind of building up to this? You know, Absolutely. is 2012 I mean, my... anticlimactic, or is it really? Well, well the, the way I like to describe it, I mean, first of all, my background is as a cultural anthropologist. I studied at Harvard University, and I've had the privilege of traveling, you know, to many indigenous cultures. And then I also shortly uh, after that had the privilege of going around the world making films. The first one actually I made before I went to Harvard with Rod Serling, which was called In Search of Ancient Mystery. So I've actually visited most of the sacred sites on planet Earth and, you know, so just, you know, been very attuned to the miracle of all of human evolution over the past two to 10,000 years, depending upon which scientists you, you believe for documentation of, you know, the beginnings of civilization. And 2012 is not an accident. What we've been moving towards has been prophesied by many ancient cultures, not just the Mayan, as a turning point. There's been a misinterpretation about this end of the world and cataclysm and apocalypse and all that stuff is not going to happen. Of course, the Earth is going through cycles. There are, are, are actual changes going on in our solar system and in the galaxy. And yes, we're going to have more solar flares. And yes, there could be, you know, disruptions. I mean, it's part of the sort of 
plan on Earth that there's always going to be tsunamis and earthquakes and, and you know, catastrophic events, but nothing that is going to be beyond the level of catastrophe that we've experienced in the last 10 or 20 years. It'll be just more of the same. And what you said about it being anticlimactic is absolutely true. Think of it as a sunset, but we're talking about a 26,000-year cycle. But the second before the sunsets and the second after the sunsets are not that significantly different. And when you are thinking of 26,000 years, well, a second is about the equivalent of a year. So we've been in the last 30 seconds, if you will, of this change almost our entire lives. So it's already been happening. And, of course, the moment that you get to that sunset point, it does intensify. I think that's what people have been feeling. They've been feeling the quickening of the pace of all of this vibrational shift that is, in fact, happening and that we are beginning to be able to document. You have organizations such as HeartMath that are documenting that there is resonance being created by different groups on the planet right now, as well as the, the lack of resonance that is happening as organizations and groups go through changes, which they are resisting. And it is you know, a, a, a normal human reaction in response to resist change. But my own belief is that by resisting the change, you create the calamities, and by going with the flow, so to speak, accepting the changes that are happening, you can get through the pain, which we are experiencing collectively, and we will come out with a better world on the other side of this. And it is going to take 20, 30, or maybe more years for this total evolution to occur, but it is, in fact, happening. Well, you know, there's a th- one of my favorite new quotes this year is uh, by uh, Vernon Howard, you know, and the quote is, uh, you know, resistance to the disturbance is the disturbance. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And, and, you know, what are we resisting here, Bill? You know, this is really kind of the, you know, the cool part of the conversation. Not that I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm not the queen of, you know, uh, sliding the light of life. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to kid you. You know, I have enough resistance. I mean, remember, I created crust busting. Anybody that can re- create a, a whole platform on crust must have something going <laughs> on there. Um, but, but there is a level of resistance. And yet at the same time, in contrast, don't you think there's also an, a, a, just an astonishing level of surrender? Absolutely. They're both going on. I mean, this is sort of the most interesting time in the history of planet Earth, no matter what perspective you take. There's more up for grabs right now than in the last 26,000 years combined. We're going through a change because of our technology, because of our media and our communication. We're able to connect with each other in a way that was unimaginable even 50 years ago. Anything that happens is immediately on YouTube. We're, we're, We're aware of it instantly. And there is a collective consciousness which is arising very quickly. Now, one of the side effects, if you will, of this is those groups and individuals who want to resist change, who want to keep everything the way it was, are also communicating. And so they're, they're holding on for dear life. And it's mostly fear-based because it's a natural human tendency to fear the unknown. And we are going someplace where we don't know exactly what's going to happen. Well, you know, I have to tell you that I, I love the book, uh, Tapping the Source. And I want to talk about that for a minute. There's a, a parts of the book where you ask us a couple of questions. Well, you ask us a lot of questions throughout the book. I, I, I found your questions really fascinating because I actually am attempting to answer them. 
Uh, and, you know, so mm-hmm. some of the questions you ask are, are really part of our pop culture here. You know, you ask questions like, how do you move forward in your personal life when it seems that everyone has already arrived and became a millionaire? Right. You say, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. And you go on to talk about this, you know. But the, the thing that I that I love about what you're bringing to the table is, is this idea that it doesn't matter necessarily what Tom Cruise is doing mm-hmm. or Britney Spears. And so what is it that you've learned about your own personal life, about your own passion journey, whether it's multiple lives? What have you learned about how to tap into your inner source and how have you moved beyond the obstacles that show up in life? Absolutely. That is the key, what you've just said. That's really a wonderful uh succinct analysis of what each one of your listeners can gain from reading Tapping the Source. It's not about Tom Cruise and, you know, Bill Gates and, you know, whoever, you know, you may think has it all sewn up with, you know, all the, the material possessions that they could possibly want and the, you know, rest of it, fame and fortune. It's really not about that. When we made our film Tapping the Source, we interviewed over 100 people from every different possible career. We had artists, we had actors, we had scientists, we had writers, health experts. And what we learned is that each individual finds a way to tap the source in their own way. And once they do, these outer symptoms, if you will, of tapping the source can vary infinitely. Some people, I mean, one of the people we interviewed for our film actually started with over $10 million and gave it all away and now lives on about $3,000 a month very, very happily because she found that her true purpose was to help others uh, give away their money in productive ways. She's an advisor to you know, many philanthropists and, and very wealthy individuals. So everybody finds what they're meant to do, and it's not about what you're told by society is going to make you happy. You find out what truly makes you happy, and that is the key to happiness. Not, you know, I, I, I think it was uh, one of the great Greeks, uh, probably, well, I'm not sure, Socrates, no doubt, but to thy own self be true. And that really is the key to everything. And we're really coming back to first principles. When we're talking about tapping the source, we're talking about getting back to that place where you identify who you really are, and once you know who you really are, the world is your oyster. You, you, can, you, can, you can create your own happiness, and it's not dependent on outside forces. I love this. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, first half of today's show, we're talking about tapping the source. Then we're going to talk about 2012. You know, what does it really mean? And what, you know, who better than to, than Bill, Bill Gladstone to have this conversation with? You know, the book, the movie, all of this is, you, you know, absolutely, absolutely geared for all of us. Those of us that sit here and ponder what our lives are going to be like and how to get out of the muck we're in or how to take our lives to the next level. You know, one of the things that you'll hear today is you don't have to be down and out in L.A. or down and out in Seattle, you know, to to have a vision and to have a dream and to have some passion. When we come back, we'll be talking with, uh, with my guest today about how to get activated and what does this mean? You know, what does this mean to activate? What does this mean to truly step into your power? Yes, I said the P word. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. 
Change your coffee experience forever with Kameno Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Kameno Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit Ann with an E, Taylor.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. Are the magic and mysteries of Egypt calling you? Picture yourself standing between the paws of the Sphinx, meditating inside the Great Pyramid and other sacred temples in exclusive visits. Imagine cruising down the Nile on a luxurious private sailing yacht and exploring the peaceful countryside of Egypt. If you're interested in travel that expands, transforms, and rejuvenates you, join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman, author of The Temples of Light, for a spiritual and healing journey to Egypt this September. Call for more information, 866-903-6463. That's 866-903-6463. Or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. That's EgyptIsCalling.com. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or a comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Bill Gladstone, and uh, we're talking about several different things, but right now we're talking about the book, Tapping the Source, and the movie, Tapping the Source. And, you know, when you, if you go online and, 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 and you kind of check this out, you'll be able to see why people are raving about the book and the movie. Um, you can go to a couple different places. You can go to tappingthesourcemovie.com. Uh, Bill, is that the best place yeah, to send that, people? Yes, that's because they, when you go to tappingthesourcemovie.com, you can also sign up for the free newsletter. 
Perfect. Um, and so what folks can do is if you haven't gotten a copy of the book or the movie, this would be the place for you to start. Um, you know, Mark Victor Hansen, of course, wrote, it writes the forward in the book and, and also talks about if you only read one book this year, be sure it's tapping the source. What is it, Bill, that you are finding um, your readers, what are they really saying and drawn to, especially about um, taking their lives and actually acting upon it, activating that inner potential? What have folks said to you? What's some of the feedback? Well, well many people have said that this book has changed their lives in a very positive way, particularly for people who have never wanted to even consider the idea of meditation. One of the things that the book, Tapping the Source, gives you is a very simple technique. They're, they're called focus phrases, and they're seven focus phrases. And once you've read the book, you can implement in your own daily routine. And yes, if you do the whole thing, it can take 20 to 30 minutes, but you can also do it. I actually do it in about 30 seconds. Once you've done this, it's like riding a bicycle, and you can get to the same place in just a matter of minutes that many meditation techniques you know, require hours and hours of, of constant meditating. Not necessary. This is more about taking this meditative state into your life, not out of your life. And for those people that have discovered this, it's totally changed the way they see themselves and their day-to-day life. And their day-to-day lives are improving. And it is not overnight that you just do this one time and then bang, you know, whatever you want happens for you. But you start understanding who you really are. And once you know who you really are, you can enter every single day, even if it's only for 10 seconds, this place of sort of joyful bliss. And then you can use that energy and that knowledge in remarkable ways. And there are small ways that really make a difference. Just the way you might interact with your family, with colleagues at work, with someone that, you know, accidentally cuts you off on the street. You'll have a different reaction, different response, and that will start sort of a whole chain of events, which can, yes, in the ultimate uh, end up, you know, making the difference between having an ordinary life and, you know, manifesting tremendous wealth if that's something that you're meant to do. But if you're meant to... to generate tremendous wealth, it probably has to do with your higher purpose, and it probably has to do more with what you're giving than what you're receiving. When we went back and analyzed the law of attraction that Charles Hanel in the original Master Key system was the first person to write about, it's really what he calls the law of love. What energy you give out is the energy that you're going to attract back. So it's really more about giving and not giving with the goal of getting, but just giving for giving's sake. And in that process, there are universal laws which recognize this higher energy and which attracts back this same level of energy. And that's what the law of attraction is really about. It's about giving out a high level of energy which will automatically attract back that high level of energy. And when you attract back that high level of energy, it's not necessarily about attracting money. That may be part of it, but it may not be part of it in your case. So it's much more about what you have within yourself to give to the the sort of grand design, if you will, of all of creation, of which we are all part. And just that awareness and taking practical steps on a daily basis to do that will give you great joy. And yes, some of the side effects may be greater wealth and financial security, you know, finding your soulmate, all these things that each of us think are so important to our personal happiness. 
Well, one of the things uh, that you talk about in the book, and uh, actually one of my favorite uh, sections of the book, is you talk about universal creative mind. And I wanted to have a conversation with you on this because, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, uh, what you're referring to when you talk about activate, unlimited potential. And, and this, this idea of universal mi- uh, mind and universal creative mind is, is something that, uh, certain people, a handful of people, really relative to the, you know, the folks in the world that have heard the term talk about. However, there are many, many more people that really understand this at a real, what I call raw uh, level. What is it about the universal mind and this level of intelligence that seems to be so elusive for some people? Why, why Bill, do some people get this? And for others, it is many lives they have to come back. Well, I don't have the answer for why it's easy for some and hard for others. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think that it's going to be easier for everyone if they pick up a copy of Tapping the Source or watch the film Tapping the Source. Right. The, the, the best uh, person that, from the film at least that commented on this, I think, was John Azeroth when he's talking about how the mind works. From my experience and from the experience of making the film Tapping the Source, it's clear to me that certain people do have a less inhibited, less programmed way of analyzing data. And these are the people that really tap the source and that tap into this creative mind. Scientists, including Dr. Irvin Laszlo, who's also in our film, are starting to show that based on the latest information from string theory and quantum mechanics and all this other high-level physics is showing that the old idea of the Akashic record or the Akashic field may actually be scientifically true and that there is, if you will, a zero point where all information that ever could exist out of time, so it's both future and past, does in fact exist. And one could theorize that certain individuals are able to actually access this information from the Akashic field. And if you think back to some of our greatest musicians and greatest scientists, so many of the breakthroughs in both music and practical science have come in unexpected ways. Someone in a, in a lab has an accident, and they analyze something that they had never anticipated, and they get a new theory. In the world of music, I remember reading Bob Dylan's uh, autobiography, and you know, during that one period of time of a couple of years, he was writing all these incredible songs, and he himself now looks back and says, man, I don't know where that stuff came from. I could never do it now. It was like I was downloading. And many people have had these similar experiences, and on a high level, I think all of us can have these experiences. I know when I'm writing my novels, I go someplace where I don't really have any tension about it. I just start writing, and suddenly something pops into my mind. I don't know where it came from. And more often than not, you know, when I have a chance to reread what I've written, I said, hey, that's pretty brilliant. Where did it come from? And that, I think, is what tapping the creative mind really is. There is a universal mind. Uh, as an anthropologist, I studied the work of Krober and the collective unconscious, and he was hinting at this. And there is an ability to literally pull ideas out of the air, and they're there and they're floating and they're available to all of us. 
I love what you're talking about. I just had this experience a couple of weeks ago. For whatever reason, you know, I think because I, I am writing a, a book proposal for a book series, I decided to pick up my dissertation because it's very relevant. I mean, it's all about breaking promises. And, um, and, and a friend of mine who actually went through this journey with me says, please do not take any, do not go after any more degrees. None of us want to go through this with you again, ever. And, and she said to me, have you looked at what you wrote? I pulled it out the other day. Um, it's won multiple awards. I haven't been able to read it since 2001, Bill. And I picked it up as, and, I, and I looked at it and I started to read this thing and I said, who wrote this? I, I literally was asking myself, who wrote this? And I think that's what you're talking mm-hmm. about. When I do radio, people talk with me and they say, you're out of your mind. You can't, you're crazy. Look at all you're doing. How many hours are you doing a week? 14 hours and then you have your own network? You're going to get burned out. But why don't I feel like I'm getting burned out, Bill? Because you're doing everything with joy and you're letting the universe direct you. You're letting this universal mind be your leader rather than trying to force all of creation and matter into your specific goals. Wow. You know, this is, for those of you out there, <clears throat> please make sure you check this out. Uh, I want to make sure everybody out there understands that um, this information is available in the book. It's, in, it's available in the movie. Uh, and, uh, you know, go to the website. It's very, very cool. Sign up uh, for the member area. Go to tappingthesourcemovie.com. When we come back, we're going to talk about 2012. We're going to also talk about it in terms of what Bill's written in the novel, but how to shift into receiving mode. You know, how to do this with the awe and the grace that we know you have. How do you slide into it instead of making it a rock climbing adventure <laughs> where your nails are breaking and your fingers are brittle? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with my very special guest, Bill Gladstone. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. Change your coffee experience forever with Kamano Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Kamano Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single-origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping. 
and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to the Elizabeth Anglin Show, your psychic connection to your soul's path. Elizabeth takes you to the Universal Etheric Space Library, where soul records and life lesson plans are stored. This live call-in show will help you decide what your life plan is through the help of your guides and guardian angels. Visit ElizabethAnglin.com or call 1-888-640-4893 to schedule your reading with psychic medium, animal communicator, Elizabeth Anglin. The root cause of disease is not what you think. Doctors are treating the symptoms, not the root cause, because they haven't been trained to do so. Dr. Alex Lloyd has developed a simple technique that has saved thousands of people from lives of frustrating and debilitating illnesses. This technique has been featured on national broadcast and cable television in People, Time, and USA Today. If you are ready to heal and tired of being treated, visit DrAlexHealingCodes.com, where you will find free life-changing information. Tune in to Dialogue Radio with Dr. Jeff on TransformationTalkRadio.com as the stories of the universe are revealed in this engaging and creative hit show. Mondays at 1 Pacific Time, 4 Eastern, Dr. Jeff fills the airwaves with Dialogue Radio, an epic conversation on self, society, and sustainability. Provocative, educational, transformative, and mythic, Dialogue Radio is the place where story seeds the imagination, heals the heart, and inspires personal, social, and planetary evolution. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basili. If you have a question or comment, call us toll free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basili. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. For more information about us, you can go to drpatlive.com or you guys can go to transformationtalkradio.com. If you want to find out more about Tapping the Source, sign up for the member area, get a copy of the book or the movie, go to the website tappingthesourcemovie.com. Bill Gladstone is my very special guest today. Bill, thanks for joining me here today. It's awesome to have you on the show. Well, it's a real pleasure to be on your show. It's a lot of fun, and I like your questions, so just keep asking. <laughs> All right. Okay, so this idea of shifting into receive mode, mm-hmm. I want to really tie this to 2012. Um, you know, is there a divine energy that is so different now that, um, that it's either pulling us forward or asking us to really open our eyes in a different way? And the reason I'm asking that question is because it seems like People really do want to receive, but may not have the tools or the knowledge or the understanding of what that's all about. Well, first, I agree with your assessment that there is a divine plan, if you will, and that 2012 is the culmination of a certain period of human activity and the beginning of a new era. And with my good friend Barbara Marks Hubbard, we're actually working to create a huge celebration throughout the world on December 22nd, 2012, which will be the first day, we're calling it day one, of a new Earth that will be existing for at least another 26,000 years. From a scientific point of view, there's what's called the wobble in the rotation 
of our planet in the orbiting, and it takes 26,000 years for a full wobble to get back to where it started. Now, how the Mayan could have known this is very difficult to, to, to fathom, and I'm not sure they did know it on a conscious level, but they created a calendar that happens to coincide precisely with this phenomena that from a scientific point of view, we only learned about uh, very recently in the last couple of decades. So there is absolute truth to what you're saying about some kind of energy that is changing for us as human beings and for all life, and I would posit for all of the galaxy itself, not just our planet Earth. So there's something really big going on here. And in terms of receiving versus giving, it's actually less... um, of a dichotomy than people think. The, the giving and receiving, when things are really going well, there's actually no difference between giving and receiving. When you're giving, you're also receiving. Now, we as human beings often sort of pull them apart and, 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 and stop in a moment in time and say, oh, I'm giving, I'm giving. And so often we think of giving as a burden when true giving is absolutely effortless. True giving is being your natural self and doing what you love. So how can you say doing what you love is giving? It is giving, particularly if others are receiving. But then on the other side of it, where we actually, I think, as human beings, and, and I personally perhaps <laughs> you know, have more trouble receiving than giving because I'm a doer. I love doing. I love doing. And in the doing, I actually receive great joy. It's harder for me to be sort of passive and just receive. But again, receiving is really about turning things over to a higher order, if you will, uh, uh, you know, what we call either universal mind or you know, sort of paying attention to what are you supposed to be doing. And I look at you know, what is you know, receiving. Even things that I don't want to receive are often gifts. For example, I play tennis three times a week, and I happen to have fallen and hurt myself a little bit um, last week. Well, you know, I didn't want that to happen. I certainly hope it doesn't happen again. But at the same time, I realized, whoa, I need to slow down a little. And, you know, because of that, I canceled the trip that I was going to take that would have been over that Father's Day weekend that would have probably had me in all kinds of traffic. So even when something supposedly negative happens, if you pay attention, you may actually be receiving a message or a gift that you were not aware of. So this whole idea of that life has to be a struggle and that, you, you know, it's not true. It's really literally not true. If you look at the animals and you look at the plants, most of life is just happening, and no one is really making it happen. It's just happening, and this can be true for you in your own life as well. Well, you know, this is really now, let's tie this into, you know, sort of 2012, and, you know, some people say uh, getting ready. There's this idea uh, that we have to get ready, and that we have to be prepared, and that we have to shed things, and that we have to add things. You know, the novel you wrote, The Twelve, um, A New Beginning, from your perspective, what is it about the essence of a new beginning that is so important for us now? It, and, and, and let me ask you, does it matter where you are, Bill, in your life? Does it matter what's going on right now today? Well, those are complex questions, so let's take them one at a time. Okay. <laughs> first, first, the most important thing, because I do think that we have to let go of things. I think part of growing and change and, and being alive is we have to let go of that which no longer serves us. And there's so much in our mind more than in our bodies that doesn't serve us. So with the obesity going on around us 
and you know the challenge there's there's clearly a lot in our bodies that we need to get rid of too but we do need to do a cleansing we do need to let go of old paradigms if you will old ways of thinking thinking about oh there's not enough for everyone you know i have to put me first i have to get mine first there's you know i i've got to protect against that day when you know everything's going to disintegrate well you can't ever protect against the day when everything's going to disintegrate anyway so a lot of these ideas are really fear-based and induced by people who actually have something to gain, whether they're trying to sell you their products. Um, a lot of the 2012 phenomena has been, unfortunately, from people who have benefited financially from selling, you know, you need to have a year's supply of food, you need to have a bunker so when the grid shuts down, you don't need power. I mean, all these things, you know, that we really are over, you know, a little bit of caution is fine. I mean, I live in California. We know there's going to be another earthquake. Yeah, you should have your 30 days of earthquake supplies and stuff like that. You, you need to be prepared for crises. They can happen. But at the same time, you need to live your life in a positive way, and you need to realize that you are the master of your fate, and you don't have to destroy anyone else or any thing around you in order to flourish on your own. That's the first step. Because if you look at, you know, if we, I'm starting, um, you know, the reason I say destroy is, you know, we look at terrorism, we look at international conflicts, we look at economic abuses that are happening. These things have to end. This is what we have to let go of. We have to let go of an economic system in which, you know, it's okay to have, you know, 5,000 multi-billionaires and, you know, 5 billion people who, you know, don't have so much. Right. There really is a way of sharing the resources of this planet in a more equitable way. And these are the kinds of changes that we're talking about. Being more aware, not in a sort of poetic sense, but in a real practical sense that we are all one. We are all part of one living organism. One of the concepts that have come out in the last 20, 30 years, the whole idea of Gaia, and that the Earth itself is a single being. Well, there's a level in which all of us are part of the single being Gaia, if you will. And we, you know, how crazy would it be for a cell in your finger to say, oh, I'm not getting enough of what I need. I'm going to take something away from a cell in the heart. That's not the way it works, <laughs> you know. And it doesn't work like that on the universal level of our planet either. We do have to find a way to share the resources of this planet and to, to find a way. And there are always going to be conflicts. There's no question about it. But, you know, whatever your religious beliefs, whatever your, your beliefs about how, you know, you should be living your life, Obviously, if someone is doing something that prohibits you from, you know, exercising your free will, something needs to be done about it. We, we do need laws. We do need, you know, everything that we've created over the last 2,000 years, you know, for civilized society. But at the same time, we need to start letting go of being overly concerned about the rules, and we need to focus more on the outcomes. What really is working? And we need to band behind those of us who have these ideas for what's really working and start just living these practical solutions, whether they're, you know, endorsed by the government or not. I, I don't think we can look to traditional leadership, whether it's corporate leadership or governance or medical experts or educational experts, as our leaders anymore. It really is all of us working together. And any good idea, whether it comes from a credited source or an uncredited source, needs to be examined, exposed, and put into action. And those ideas that work are the ones that we need to get behind. And we need to be much more open to what 
really is important and not automatically think, well, you know, this plan over here is, you know, practical and is going to, you know, get us through the next, you know, two years and this is what we need to focus on. I think we need to let go of a, the fear that everything's going to collapse because even if things collapse, we need to have enough confidence that we can recreate and we need to start thinking about how we're going to recreate even now before the collapse because there are going to be collapses. A lot of the institutions that we feel are absolutely sacrosanct and essential are not working and cannot, you know, we, we're band-aiding a lot of things right now, but whether it's one year, five years, or ten years, a lot of what we think of as absolutely key elements to survival will break down. And I'm referring to things like the economic system, the banking system. Uh, we are in for some big changes, and yes, I can see why a lot of people consider this doom and gloom, but it's not, because you have to look at the other side that will come out from this change, and this change may be difficult for some of us, um, you know, particularly on a financial level, things are difficult right now for many of us, but you have to just keep going forward with the realization that what is going to happen in the future will be the result of what we collectively want to have happen and not necessarily what a small group of us want to see have happen. I love it. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that Bill talks about so beautifully in, in, in the book, Tapping, Tapping the Source, and that is a couple of really key things to achieving enduring abundance, whether you're going, we're going to go through these times or not. You know, there's something in, you know, the message that he's put in this book, especially around uh, this idea of abundance that is so critical. You're going to know what it is when we come back. You're going to know you're experiencing it. And you're going to hear why this is going to be so absolutely profoundly the thing that you move away from. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho, my very special guest, Bill Gladstone. Check it out, tappingthesourcemovie.com. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. TransformationTalkRadio.com TransformationTalkRadio.com Transforming the world one listener at a time. Gratitude asks abundance, tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which offers you the ability to multiply yourself according to your desires. I am that which sees you everywhere I lay my glance. I am that which opens wide the arms to you so that you can express your nature constantly. 
Gratitude is on a mission to create unlimited abundance by allowing it to circulate through you. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this unlimited creative potential every single day? Stimulate the energy of the essence of gratitude in your life by expressing your own desires of abundance and placing them in our seven spheres of gratitude origami box, which emanates powerful vibrations that transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Tune in each week on Wednesdays at 12 Pacific and 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And Dr. Peggy will lead you through the maze of info on topics from allergies and antioxidants to zinc and xylitol and all points in between, providing you with simple solutions to help you achieve optimal health for your mind, body, and spirit. Visit SimpleHealthNetwork.com to take your health back and get your copy of Dr. Peggy's amazing cookbook, OMG, That's Allergy free how would you like increased health and vitality how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process this is all possible through a simple safe and natural process Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one. Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. You know... I'm so glad to have Bill Gladstone joining me here today for a lot of reasons. I mean, you know, I always have like a really cool time chatting with him and, and I always learn. So we were just talking about, you know, you know, how it is we learn things and I've learned so much. Um, this part of, of what this message is, and I, I've kind of saved this for, you know, the last segment here, Bill, you know, you talk about achieving enduring abundance, but it, it's not what I thought you would talk about in this chapter. And But you brilliantly talk about the opposite of abundance, which is scarcity. And it's a dreaded word. I mean, scarcity, not having enough is a scary thing for people. But let's talk a little bit about what you've discovered along the way, especially about fear. Well, we were just talking during the break. My own, and, and everyone's experience is relative, but I, you know, have always been very successful and, you know, generated, I've actually generated billions of dollars in sales for books that I've represented because in my day-to-day life, I'm a literary agent. I'm responsible for the Dummy series, for Eckhart Tolle, for, you know, many of the best-selling books that everyone reads and, you know, have profited greatly from my services. I went through a couple of divorces in my life that came at times when I had great wealth, and when you have great wealth, then you pay out great wealth. I think it paid out the largest alimony in the history of California. And then the Internet crashed, and a lot of our wealth was tied into the Internet at the time. So on a relative basis, though I still had enough for my needs, I had one-tenth 
the expendable income that I had at a previous time. And as I was saying to Dr. Pack during the break, it was actually the most joyous time of my life. A lot of positive things came out of not over-relying on just money to buy happiness. First of all, it's, you can, despite what they say, buy temporary happiness with money. Money is a good thing. You can get a lot of perks. You know, it's nice to fly first class and stay in luxury hotels and, you know, all the other, you know, drive, you know, beautiful cars and all that kind of stuff and clothes and not ever think about what you're spending. You know, so I'm not saying that that doesn't have some place, but the reality is it's highly overrated. Maybe the first time, you know, if you've never had a really fancy meal and you, you do, you know, it's, it's a wow. You know, the hundredth time you have it, it's still great, but it's not the wow. And it's the same whether, you know, the first time you drive a Ferrari or the first time you buy a, you know, $5,000 outfit or whatever it is that you're, you're, you're doing. And what really I've learned from my own experiences is that it's not about having overabundance. It's about having what you need for your daily life to, to do the things that really give you joy and not having a worry about whether you have enough or not. It's more about your mental state than your physical state. And scarcity is a state of mind. There are people on this planet who have so little materially but live in joy. And there are people who have literally billions of dollars who are absolutely miserable. And it really has to do with their state of mind and how they're conducting their lives on a moment-to-moment basis. And in the book, Tapping the Source, we actually give you tools that will ensure that you will have the mindset that will bring you to a place of joy and inner abundance, which is the place where abundance really resides, regardless of the outer circumstances. Even I have friends who have gone through foreclosures, who have gone through very difficult financial challenges, and many of them have not really, you wouldn't know it <laughs> in talking with them. They, they seem just as joyful and relaxed about it. And then I have other people who, frankly, are doing very well, but they have less than they had, and they worry constantly. So it's really about your mental mindset, and we do have techniques that can help you be in the right mindset so that when negative things happen, and they do happen to all of us, you're not thrown for a loop. Wow. Bill, I, I got to thank you. Thank you so much for saying yes to your life purpose and, and bringing it to the forefront. Thank you for joining me here today. Um, I, I want to ask you your personal message. What would you like to leave us with today um, on the show? Well, my personal message is really all about joy. In the, my novel, The Twelve, I sign at the very end, there's a little picture of me, and I say, enjoy. And that's really the message. Be in joy. We're here to experience joy. The more of you that are in joy, the more joy there is for everyone. What you do in your daily life actually has an impact on everyone else on this planet. And the planet itself, in my estimation, is part of a larger design of the universe, of creative mind, God, if you will, whatever term you're comfortable with, and that there's actually a purpose to all of creation. And it's not necessarily a limited human purpose. It has much more to do with true beauty and true joy, which in many ways for me ends up being a mathematical equation, if you will, but at a level which is truly joyful and, and palpable, where these designs of the universe, and, and, and we see only a small piece of it. Scientists have talked about 
you know, reality as a pond. And we're just living the surface of the pond. And everything that we see and the joys that we have as human beings and those experiences, which are all real and meaningful, are but the surface. And the true deeper joy of the universe is within the pond. And we actually have access. When we talk about universal mind, when Charles Hanel talked about universal mind, he's going deep into the, into the lake. And ultimately, we all go deep into that lake. I've had near-death experience in which I actually experienced what is likely to occur after we leave our bodies. And I can tell you, it's not bad. I don't encourage anyone to, to find out earlier than they're meant to, but we are eternal beings. What we experience as human beings is joyful, and I think the most exciting aspect of being a universal being, but we are, in fact, universal beings, and we will be here for all eternity. And once you realize this in a very real, practical way, your yeah. life will change, because every moment is a miracle, and every moment is full of joy. I love it. Bill Gladstone, everyone. Thank you, Bill. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Uh, yep, you can find out more about The Dr. Pat Show by going to thedrpatshow.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. And don't forget, tune us in here at uh, 10 o'clock Pacific time. We've got numerous hours of talk radio to help you rise up and say yes to the life you truly deserve. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today for The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on voiceamerica.com and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. Transformation Talk Radio.